Uh, that was um, that was for what it's worth, Buffalo Springfield. Yeah, and uh, so I'd like to tell a little bit of story of a story when it comes to to this song. Uh, and you know, like I said before, um, it's memorable from my first year of university time. Uh, Kyle Hoggard and Chris Ford and I had recently moved up to Edmonton to go to the U of A. And uh, Chris and I were living in the residence there, uh, Lister, Lister Hall. And Kyle, you know, practically lived there as well. Um, and Chris has always been a bit of an artist. Yeah, he, he had a couple of instruments up there with him. And Kyle also had a guitar. And so we found a little... Uh, I don't know, kind of second floor, third floor landing uh, up some back stairs or kind of that we could, uh, we could sit down and, and play a little bit. And uh, we played this song and Kyle and Chris are both fairly talented uh, on the guitar. And I have very little musical skill. And so, you know, the, the the keyboard or the piano part, just the ding, ding, yeah, ding, yeah. So I, I played kind of like the piano equivalent of the triangle um, <laughs> in this song, and it, but it was oh, it was just a ton of fun to take part in, and and I think, like I said, Chris has always been a bit of an artist. Uh, we used to ride the bus together when we were young, and. I don't know if you remember those sort of dungeon and dragony type books where, you know, you could choose your path and go oh, yeah, to a different man. page. I definitely had my share of those. Oh yeah. And so Chris and I would play this game where he would create this and be spelling out my options and what the land looked like. And, and like, it was vivid. And, uh, and I would then, you know, analyze it and choose which way to go. But like, he's making all this up on me. And, and I think it was super clear from kind of an early age that like, I'm, I'm good at analyzing data kind of thing, but I'm not, I don't have that sort of creative talent behind me. And well, you know, Chris has always had that sort of thing. So to see where he's ended up now in, in arts makes so much sense because, um, yeah, I think he's always been a bit of an artist. Only I can I can attest for that. I mean, um, one of the most musically talented people uh, I know for sure. Um, you know, and I remember there's a song he did with his brother and Jeff McAdams, um, "Walk Around Down," um, and it, I, I think I might have the only recording of it ever. Um, and it's um, it's like one of my favorite songs. Um, and and it's never really made its way to the to the light of, to the light. So I mean, I know Chris has put things out, and there's stuff by Chris on Spotify. And if you could ever put that up, Chris, that would be awesome. I have the recording. I'll send it to you. Um, it's, it's raw, but I like it. Um, but yeah, I, and I think um, you know, I remember just being around those guys and and seeing them play a little bit. Um, and and you know, and that kind of idea of like when you do play music with people, how um, you know that is even if it's even if, because I'm certainly not a stellar musician either, though I do play a little bit. Um, but even if you're playing the most simple things with people, um, but, a, but you, you make it work and it like, 
and you can make it work and, and you lock in, even if it's simple as, you know, the bing, <laughs> bing, it goes, you just, you, it, you just connect on a different level and it, it, it really is meaningful um, in, in a way that you can't really put words to. So I do appreciate the sentiment behind this, this song um, completely. And I, so for, and for me, it's, um, you know, my experience with For What It's Worth uh, kind of tracks back to what we were saying earlier about, um, you know, that kind of that initial golden age when you're, you know, kind of very young and hearing music. And I used to have um, on on cable, I used to have um, a uh, like a trailer channel. And it was like way up high. But I used to watch it all the time when I was like probably like nine or ten. And he got game had come out the um, Ray Allen, oh, and yeah. Washington, Jesus Shuttleworth. Um, and oh, I the movie. Allowed, okay. Yeah, the movie. And I wasn't allowed to watch it because um, I sing like I, the I public enemy song. Watch it. Yeah. And the song by public enemy was called he got game. And I remember, you know, hearing like this, that just the, again, the thing it's so iconic, you know, and, and I, I remember instantly being attracted to it. And then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, enter the next stage, which we were talking about um, previously at kind of high school stage and certainly, um, you know, rediscovering that song, but in the original version, the Buffalo Springfield version, the one you're referring to here. And then, you know, and that kind of ties in because obviously Buffalo Springfield is, you know, Stephen Stills and uh, Neil Young, who make up to half, I guess, of Crosby, Stills and Nash, which was a band, again, that, um, you know, our friend Jeff McAdams um, really introduced me to and made me love. And I know, I'm pretty sure Chris enjoyed some CSNY songs as well. So it all kind of, kind of, you know, comes together in the middle, um, you know, where, you know, I, I also, um, you know, had a lot of shared experience around, um, you know, you know, this song and, you know, related songs, you know, with, with the members who wrote it. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, for what it's worth, I actually didn't know the song name before you told me. Um, so kind of funny. Uh, but you, you mentioned Jeff there too, uh, as being part of this sort of uh, musical guidance and you know i think that's probably a great segue into the next song 